Give the secret handshake. Check your cloaks. And remove your tinfoil hats. This is the Illuminati Social Club. The podcast you don't want they to know about. This is bullshit. This series presents information based in part on theory and conjecture. The producer's purpose is to suggest some possible explanation, but not necessarily the only ones to the mysteries we will examine. Welcome to the In Search of series here on the Illuminati Social Club. I'm your host, Jason from Parma. Joining me from Tampa, Florida, Mr. Oliver Oxide. Hello, all. How's everybody? Excellent. How about yourself? I'm super, thanks. All right. And from Halifax, Nova Scotia, Doc Pinko, Steve Cloutier. How the heck are you? I am doing well. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, from last week's episode at the end, uh, the the possible event of somebody traveling back in time to take care of the plot device of many time travel uh, TV shows uh, did not happen, so... This week, we are discussing Season 6, Episode 20, Eva Braun, or Eva Braun, however you want to pronounce it. But yes, the mistress of Adolf Hitler. So yes, nobody, if, if you didn't catch that, nobody came from the future to kill Adolf Hitler. So, you know, we're still, we're still talking about it. So He still did, though. Yep. So, uh, yeah, my, my, my initial impression of this episode, uh, she's dead at the end of World War II. Uh, episode over. Um, Steve, what were your impressions? Um, I, have, I, um, I have to um, call on the, uh, in, induce the Clara warning. Or, or I'm just going to add bike horn in every time you swear. <laughs> that might be good. That might be good. Uh, <laughs> We will get to why in a bit. The opening bit wasn't was was not the issue. Okay. And, oh, and by the way, she was actually technically his wife because yes. they got married just before. Yes, we, we will go into that. Themselves. Okay. Oliver, what were your impressions? Um, I enjoyed it. I'm also enjoying the fact that I get this week off because I know that Steve <laughs> is so. This is right up Steve's alley. So I'm just going to sit back and listen to Steve regale us with stories while I receive. Just absolutely uh, restrict any notion of me making any faulty towers jokes or references. <laughs> uh, so, well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, that that intro is really short. So, here's Leonard. April 1945. As the Russians fight their way into Berlin in the final days of World War II, they hope to capture the leader of Nazi Germany, Adolf Hitler, alive. Outside the bunker, Hitler's last headquarters, two bodies are prepared for final disposal. There are those who will swear that the corpses dumped in this shallow grave and burned are those of Adolf Hitler and his mistress, Eva Braun. Recent scientific findings indicate that the woman's body the Russians claim to have found beside Hitler's may not have been that of Eva Braun. As a forensic scientist, it is very satisfying, of course, to be able to say that you have the 
conclusive proofs. Uh, that, however, in the case of Eva Brown's uh, story, is not possible. Did she escape, as persistent rumors claim? Is it possible that Eva Braun is alive today? Um, not today. Uh, <laughs> definitely not today. She'd be, I think, over 100 years old. Um, also, uh, I do like the fact that they had to clarify uh, the leader of Nazi Germany, Adolf Hitler. Um, yeah. Because nobody knew that. Um, anyway, uh, Oliver, anything to anything to say here? Well, I was going to leave this to the end of the show, but I might as well bring it up now. So I, I you know, so, okay. So let's say she escaped. So what? Hmm? She was never going to be. She didn't do anything. Hmm? No. She no, was not, not really. going. She was gonna, not going to go to Nuremberg. They weren't going to charge her with anything. So if she got away. So what? That's true. I mean, that's it's like you know the Catholic Church would have could have cloistered her mm-hmm. in it. I mean, in in somewhere. I mean, there was many ways for her to get away. And even if she did, and they caught her, so what? Mm-hmm. I mean, the Israelis in the sixties may have had an issue, but but apart from that, mm-hmm. she didn't do anything. True. I mean, by by this whole episode, she's away from him for months on end. Mm-hmm. She has no say in what's going on. She has no active participation that we know of. So it's not like she's Himmler. No. <laughs> that That's a very good point. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And, and to follow along with that, they, they always talk about this idea that, you know, the Russians took her remains and stuff. The Russians, we probably don't, the Russians probably didn't take her remains. Hmm. They didn't care about her remains for the same reasons that Oliver was saying. Mm-hmm. Hitler himself, sure, they took his remains, mm-hmm. but they don't care about her remains. So they probably just tossed her remains away because they didn't care about that. So apparently Hitler complained that she wasn't plump enough. Uh, apparently she was thin and athletic. Uh, and she liked uh, dancing and photography. Is this a and apparently, ad? I know, and apparently cheesecake photos. Jeez. <laughs> uh, so, all right, uh, here's the next clip. Author David Irving tracked Ava Braun, among others, during 10 years he spent finding and interviewing German eyewitnesses released from Russian prisons. Ava Braun was the uh, archetypal ordinary woman. She was the kind of woman that you'll find outside in Oxford Street, walking up and down in the lunch break. She was a photographer's assistant. And this is how she got to know Adolf Hitler, of course, because she was the assistant, the laboratory assistant, to Adolf Hitler's personal photographer, Heinrich Hoffmann. She met Hitler through Hoffmann in 1933 when she was 20. Hitler was attracted by her fresh young personality, and she became his mistress. The first years of their association were frustrating and painful for Eva. Often months would pass without a word from him. When her suicide attempt almost succeeded, Hitler became alarmed. He moved quickly, buying her a house near his own in Munich. Later, he took her to Berchtesgarten, his mountain retreat. Ah, <sighs> so... And uh, within within Hitler's inner circle, uh, Eva Braun was well known of as his mistress, but... He didn't want the German people to know about her, so she was 
kept a secret from outsiders. Why do we keep on calling her his mistress? Like she was the side piece. Mm-hmm. She was his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> I have so many questions. <laughs> and and she did try to commit suicide. That mm-hmm. that bit that that bit is true. So then they start showing like actual movies and stuff from from the uh the the compound. Uh Hitler's resort basically. And I got to say there is some, something disturbing about the movies. Like, yes. You're seeing all these people just I have written I the way I have it written there seems this odd sense of normalcy. Uh but then the subjects of the movies are committing the absolute atrocities of World War 2. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like my my brain my brain was like my brain was doing jumping jacks at this point like you know this these things don't go together well this is what happens when you think you're the master race mm-hmm. yeah. you know yeah, it's a so cognitive dissonance right? yes yes absolutely oh so so before we do that, sorry, yes. are we going to say something, Oliver? Well, it was a very small joke. It was just kind of like when you call it Hitler's retreat, it's like they must have <laughs> the worst yoga classes ever. <laughs> uh, Steve, go ahead. <laughs> All right. So this is the moment when I sent a message to you, DM'd you two, and went, and this is where I start swearing to, um, off David Irving. Uh-oh. David Irving, let's put it this way. I've shit out more pleasant things after a night of beer, chili, and Taco Bell than David Irving. David Irving is a Holocaust denier. Wow. David Irving would teach his children anti-Semitic songs as lullabies. David Irving, not only do I know that this slimy tool bag is a Holocaust denier, it's been proven in court. Because in the 1990s, he sued Penguin Books and a real historian, uh, Deborah uh, Lipstadt, for libel because she wrote a book, and Penguin published it, calling him a Holocaust denier. And so he accused them of libel, charged them with libel, and he lost. It has been proven in court that this piece of crap is a Holocaust denier. Don't sugarcoat it, Steve. Tell us how you so really feel. You, you can see that moment when it's like now. Now, now to yeah. be fair, to the show this was after they recorded right the show, so it is possible that they did not know this at the time. Mm-hmm. However, you know you can see why I might call this episode rage-inducing. But why would he interview for a show that's hosted by a Jew? That's executive produced by a Jew. Well, you know, PR, right? Um, okay. Speak, speaking of the, the former here, um, <laughs> did did anybody, like, ju- did did either of you, like, yes, watch this and about. just kind of cringe? <laughs> when he was in front of the swastika? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So here's the clip. Eva Braun had been insulated by Hitler from the reality of the war. So it was a shock in 1945 when Hitler's world began to crumble. 
He'd been defeated in his attempt to conquer Russia and unable to bomb Britain into submission. With Allied armies pushing toward Berlin from the west and the Russians pouring into the city from the east, Hitler retreated to a concrete bunker deep below the center of Berlin. So, yeah, uh, Leonard Nimoy is reading, is, is saying all of this while standing in front of a Nazi flag. It was very cringy. It was. I mean, he had to agree to it. You know. Yeah. And I think he did it probably for the, you know, the symbolism of it. Um, so apparently, I did not know that uh, Hitler almost died by bomb. Yeah. Yeah, that was a Valkyrie plot. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Stauffenberg. Um. But he was left partially paralyzed and in overall bad shape. Uh, and his hair was kind of funny looking at this point, too. Oh, that was just the actor. I'm sorry. That was the actor. <laughs> the yeah. actor. Uh, Eva, Eva joined Hitler in the bunker uh, when she realized that the war, the war was all but over and all but lost. And apparently she, she pretty much knew she was going to die. Um, and they got married in the bunker. With uh, who who is the best man? Goebbels. Yeah, Goebbels. Yeah. Is the, yeah. <sighs> I know, charming. <laughs> uh, let's see. Hitler ordered a bunch of gasoline, had two pistols and two cyanide capsules. Strangest honeymoon I've ever heard of. But you know, hey, to each his own. Uh, sorry, that was that was in bad taste. Um. Hitler shot himself, and Eva took uh, took one of the cyanide capsules. And his closest men burned their bodies so that the Russians wouldn't display them as trophies, apparently. Yes. And then, uh, so apparently Hitler instructed uh, Goebbels and his wife to go the same way. And the five kids. Uh, yeah. They poisoned their five kids. And then they died in the same manner. <laughs> and they're not getting any parroting awards. Yeah. Uh, the Russians said that they found the bodies of Hitler and Braun, but then uh, they, they believed that the... Uh, then they said that they believed Hitler was still alive and living in Argentina. Which, okay. And I do agree partially with this episode later on that, you know... The fact that a lot of the Nazis escaped to Argentina, you know, it makes it look at least a little bit plausible that Hitler ended up in Argentina at some point. But no, I'm pretty sure he died. He went basically he went down with the ship. Yeah, and a lot of the, a lot of those Nazis who escaped escaped earlier, at, or they weren't in Berlin at the time. Mm. It's it's a difference between you know getting out of say Munich at this time and Berlin at this time. Mm. It's virtually impossible to get out of Berlin at this time. Mm. So well, um, Martin, Martin Bormann got about 150 feet, didn't he? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. And and again, let, let, let's remember that this was before they realized that Bormann where Bormann was. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So that kind of feeds into it because they got the idea that Bormann escaped. So if Bormann can escape Berlin at the time. Hitler might have escaped at that time. Mm -hmm. But, of course, now we know that Bormann didn't get very far. And yeah. so, 
You know, so to be fair to the show, at the time, Borman's body hadn't been found yet. Right. No, it had. They did mention in the show that it had. Well, did they yeah. mention it by that point? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, we talked. We we had already talked about um, in in the uh, the the Mengala episode. Yeah. Yeah. About uh, oh, who was it? Uh, basically, the one that was uh, kidnapped by the by the Israelis. Eichmann. 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 Yes. Adolf Eichmann. All right. Next clip. Uh, we now meet another uh, historian with uh, British historian hair. <laughs> H. Trevor Roper, now a well-known British historian, was sent to Berlin to try to discover what had happened to Hitler. I was in British intelligence at the end of the war, and uh, after the fall of Berlin, uh, Hitler was missing. And he was missing for five months or so, and nobody knew what had happened to him. And the Russians uh, accused the British of concealing him in their... Uh, zone of Germany for use against them. And the British authorities appointed me to find out what had happened. Marshal Zhukov, the Russian commander-in-chief, first stated to Allied officers that Hitler had married Eva Brown, which had not been known before, uh, and that they had committed suicide. And uh, no sooner had this been released to the world, then Zhukov changed his view and said he had no reason to believe that Hitler was dead. Uh, he thought he was probably alive, uh, and after that he felt totally silent. So, uh, Steve, what are your opinions of this historian? No, no, he, I, uh, and it, they call him Hugh Trevor Roper, mm -hmm. um, but, that, but that, that his name is hyphenated. Ah, okay. It, he, he's not Trevor Roper, he's mm -hmm. Trevor Roper. Oh, okay. Hugh, Hugh is his first name. Of, got of course, of course, he is. He ah, comes he is. from English yeah. aristocracy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No. He he he. Pretty much, sort of. He's he's had some controversy later, but in terms of his 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 World War II stuff, you know, he's fine. He you know he 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 proved that Hitler di died. Um, you know, mm -hmm. the only problem with him is, is is he tended at the time, even at the time, to kind of believe the Soviets. Mm-hmm. Right, because like even mm -hmm. in the way he was saying is, well, Zhukov said this, and then Zhukov saved, changed his mind. Well, of course, because the Soviets don't trust the British, right? So deliberately lying to them, because <laughs> uh... he said they were missing. He, Hitler was missing for five months. The Russians had him; they mm -hmm. had his body. They just weren't telling anybody. Right. Um. Let's see. Uh. And of course, you know the conspiracy theories abounded after, uh, you know, after the whole Argentina story came came out, and you know, so everyone saw Eva Braun and Adolf Hitler everywhere. <laughs> you know, as you do. I, I saw him in a Dunkin' Donuts last week. Um, yeah, he was he was eating with Elvis. Yes. Yes, in Tibet of all places. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, that uh, Dunkin' Donuts Tibet is really uh, yes. <laughs> really well-appointed, I'll tell you. All right, next clip, and we have my favorite kind of witness. One woman who prefers to remain anonymous claims to have seen Ava in a village in Tibet. My husband and I were traveling in the Himalayas when we came across a woman we were convinced was Eva Braun. I have seen her pictures, and I would know her anywhere. Mm -hmm. 
When later reports of escaping Nazis were found to be true, the stories did not sound so strange. Many of the leading Nazis were brought to trial at Nuremberg. However, there were some who escaped and remained hidden for years in South America. It was easy for them to become lost in remote areas or in the cities among the large German population of Argentina. It was here that Eichmann was finally captured, kidnapped by Israelis, and brought to trial. So there we go. Um, so yeah, the, the, the unnamed anonymous witness, you know, always reliable. I, I like her evidence too. I saw a picture of her. <laughs> yeah, because, uh, you know, nobody looks like anybody else. We, we know how everybody got to Argentina. Please someone explain to me how she got to Tibet. <laughs> uh, with Adolf. I know. Is there an underground railroad that the Catholic Church runs, you know, <laughs> underneath the Himalayas? Uh, so I only have one clip left. Uh, and it's the it's a I think it's a long clip. It's it's the dentist. So anyone have anything else to add before I play it? No. Really? Wow. OK, Steve. It has been more than 36 years since the fall of Berlin, but an air of mystery still surrounds those last days in the bunker. Identification of bodies through their dental characteristics is now an exact science, and recent information concerning Ava Braun has been published by international forensic expert Professor Radar Songness, founder of the School of Dentistry at UCLA. Based on actual x-rays taken of Hitler's skull at the time of the bomb attempt on his life, Professor Songness in his UCLA lab built an exact replica of Hitler's dental structure. He then made comparisons with the post-mortem reports. In fingerprints, we require 12 concordant points. In the case of Adolf Hitler's condition, with so many very characteristic dental crowns and bridges and root fillings and so forth, uh, evidence is now that we have 26 concordant points between antemortem and postmortem information. And as a result of this, uh, I, we can now say with absolute certainty that the remains of Adolf Hitler have absolutely, definitely been identified. Eva Brown's case is an entirely different matter. In that case, we do not have a number of concordant points. The Russians have indicated that the only conclusive proof that they may have Eva Brown is a bridge in the lower right jaw of Eva Brown. I have uh, interviewed uh, the uh, dental assistant who uh, was present when things were placed in the mouth of the patients, and she has indicated to me that this bridge was made, but the time ran out and there was no time to put it in. She told Dr. Songness of a visit by Soviet investigators a few days after the fall of Berlin. The Russians demanded all dental information concerning Hitler and Eva. It was a tense period, and she was terrified. Indeed, she was later sentenced to many years in Russian prisons, probably to ensure her silence. She remembered that a dental bridge had been made for Eva, but never delivered. The Russians took the bridge and later claimed they had found it as part of Ava's charred remains. Okay. Uh, first of all, my bridge is in the upper left of my mouth, so I'm not Ava Braun. Um, I, I just had to put that in there. 
Good to know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think from all this, I've concluded that Hitler had really bad teeth. He did. I mean, his mouth was a mess. Almost as bad as mine. Actually, mine might mine might be a little better. At least I at least my front teeth are in good shape. So, uh, yeah, I got nothing to add to that. Uh, you know, yeah, dental records say Hitler's alive, or yeah, Hitler was dead. I'm sorry, <laughs> boy, I screw that up. Oh, don't worry about it. The History Channel got two seasons out of hunting Hitler in, in yeah. Argentina. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, the the problem with this this clip, of course, is he says, you know, we don't have any evidence that Eva Braun is dead because I talked to the dental assistant <laughs> who years ago yeah. um, talked about the bridge, mm-hmm. um, and she was she was visited by Soviet uh, government, which is probably true. I mean, I could. could Probably. I can see them looking for the dental records of Hitler and Eva Braun to identify the bodies, mm-hmm. and that she was scared. Being German, if in front of, in front of the Soviet army, I would be I would be scared too. Yes, I would definitely wet uh, my pants. Uh, yep, um, and I have no doubt that she spent time in prison camps. Although I doubt that it is for the reason that they put forward. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of Germans who ended up in Soviet uh, camps, um, and Did, most of them didn't survive. Uh, how many of them ended up in Soviet camps just for the fact that they were German? <laughs> most of them. <laughs> I mean, we we have no proof of anything against you, but you're German. You're you're in prison. Well, just look at it this way: about fifty six thousand German troops were captured by the Soviets. In uh, Stalingrad, um, and about eight thousand of them got home after the war. Damn. Um, and, and when I say after the war, I mean like in the fifties. Jeez, they were released in like fifty five, fifty six. Oliver, anything else to add? Uh, no, we got one more clip to go, right? No, that was the last. That, clip. That's it. Oh, okay, well that then I'll the just answer. say, I'll just say I mentioned the war once, but I think I got away with it. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't go the whole episode without doing it. <laughs> so, yeah, Goebbels and his wife committed suicide the following day after they poisoned their five children. You bastards. Kill yourselves first, then poison your children. That would make a little more, you know, that, that would be a little better. And, and actually, uh, you know, Goebbels, just, just kill yourself. Don't, you know. Uh, yeah, so this was uh, an ugly time, and I think this is the last. It, well, we have four episodes to go, and I'm pretty sure there's. Looking at the titles of them, there's no more about World War II. No, I think we're safe. I don't think so. Uh, there's also nothing else about China or Mexico. So, <laughs> oh, they'll work in Mexico. They just yeah. can't resist. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we do have one that there, there's. It's possible. Um, and the middle have- ones. Yeah, we may have a Minoan sighting. <laughs> anyway, anything anything to add before we wrap this up, Steve? Um, I could talk for hours, but I won't. I will just reiterate the fact that David Irving is a toll rag. Okay. Oliver, anything else to add? I can't top that, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, Oliver, tell people where they can find you then. 
Uh, they can find me on Twitter at Oliver Rockside. Steve, where can people go to talk to talk to you about <laughs> World War II history? I am on the Twitter at Doc Pico. I'm, I'm sure you know people are going to talk to you about all sorts of stuff on there. I'm sure they will, um, including the Tower of London murders. Uh, yes. <laughs> Yes, yep, yep. Uh, uh, so. James Stewart, who came back as A.J. Stewart, that wacko. Yes. Uh, I can talk about that, too. Okay. Um, you can find me at Alien CG, and you can find this podcast at Illuminati Pod. Ladies and gentlemen, insert clever ending bit here. Have a good week, everyone. Jittles, kids. See ya. <laughs>